Full Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, here with you, as always. And in today's show, I'll be reacting to Week 12 of Fantasy Football in 2022 and previewing the Week 13 waiver wire, giving my top five waiver wire ads that are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football. Got a piece of news to talk about, got some injuries to talk about, got some reactions to talk about, and got some waiver wire picks to give momentarily and i will be giving those to you as i do every single week so be sure to follow me on twitter at calvin underscore sgf at sgf pod for the podcast second goal fantasy at gmail.com is where you can send your emails send fantasy questions to all those places and keep an eye out for the start sit thread on my personal twitter on sundays those are always fun i like answering your start sit questions and i will try to help you win your leagues that way as well as doing the podcast twice a week so be sure to subscribe if you haven't already it is two more weeks till the fantasy playoffs get underway So we're getting close. I've got a bunch of leagues more this year than I had before. And so there's like quite a few actually where actually I'm just fighting to try to get that playoff spot. And I feel like my teams are really rounding into form now. I feel like a lot of my picks that didn't pan out early in the season are now panning out in a big way. And that all of my guys seem to be breaking out because I put up like, I mean, I put up a big week in a number of leagues, feeling pretty good about my squads. But just the slow start in general means that I have a lot of teams fighting on the cusp of that playoff spot, those playoff spots. And also just the fact that with nine leagues and the podcast, I and all my schoolwork and like doing debate and stuff. I prioritize all of that stuff and I prior end up prioritizing the podcast over my own fantasy leagues, which I can't check well enough to be as successful with them as I have in past years. And so the fact that I have way more than I had in past years and also more work means that fantasy leagues are the first to go. So I've not done as well this year as I usually do. I usually pride myself on doing really well in my fantasy leagues. But it's at the expense of at least trying to give good advice on the podcast if I'm not as active on waiver moves and stuff like that and trades as I normally am. Although I've tried to make a couple trades to put these teams afloat and now they are getting back into form. So it feels good. I'll keep you guys updated on the teams, by the way. Next week, I was thinking before the playoffs, I will like go through my teams that need something to happen and talk about my players and see what I need to happen. And hopefully I'll be able to make the playoffs. So got news, got reactions, got uh, waiver wire on today's show so let's get into it with some news news melvin gordon news he is signed into the chiefs practice squad presumably might be on the active roster sooner rather than later this is big and melvin gordon's not on the waiver wire list because he's only available in 56 percent of espn leagues but that's still more than half so go look on the waiver wire in fact in one of my leagues what i just did is i picked up melvin gordon because he was still listed as a free agent and dropped paris campbell who was playing on monday night before the monday night game started so that was kind of like a slick move right there where i could then roster gordon and skip the waiver wire part so if you can do that in your league if you don't have waiver every day you should go try and pick up melvin gordon or i guess it's past monday night football so never mind but still make a claim for him if he's on your waiver wires of course but of course he didn't meet that 60 percent threshold quite but he's still worth a mention because he's available in a lot of leagues so let's do some reactions now to the week reacting to the injuries from week 12 fantasy football in 2022 as we always do so lots of different injuries. Um, Darnell Mooney, he suffered an ankle injury, likely needs season-ending surgery. I think he actually, actually he, he's like pretty much slated to end up getting season-ending surgery. So he's going to be out for the year. So keep an eye on Chase Claypool. 
of course, but I just think there's not really any reliable options now in this passing game. Travis Etienne had a foot injury, going to monitor that, didn't return against Baltimore. Allen Robinson's out for the year. He wasn't too productive anyway, but now, I mean, you might want to pick up Van Jefferson off your waiver wires if he's out there because with Cooper Cup and Robinson out, he's the top receiver. Elijah Mitchell's going to be out um, six to eight weeks, actually. It's Kyle Shanahan thought it wasn't going to be as serious as it was in in for Mitchell's injury in week one, but he has not been able to stay on the field. So it looks like he's done for the year. So probably just even more work for Christian McCaffrey or just the other backups in there in San Francisco. So let's look at the reactions. PPR scoring leaders from the week. We are going to look at the booms and the busts of the week from week 12. QB1, Josh Allen. QB2, Jalen Hurts. QB3, Justin Herbert. Not a surprise there. All three of these guys should be in your starting lineup. They all have rushing upside. They all performed exceptionally for you this week. So those were the main QB booms for the week. Busts, Aaron Rodgers got actually hurt. I didn't mention this in the injuries, but he left the game with a rib injury. Didn't do too well for your fantasy team. Russell Wilson's continues to be unreliable. Um, other than that, that's pretty much the quarterback booms and busts running backs. Josh Jacobs, the RB one. This is one of the trades I made. I made a big Josh Jacobs trade because I, the person I traded for him with was like severely undervaluing him. I felt Josh Jacobs had been putting up RB one production, but then I was vindicated after trading for him at a low price because he was by far the RB one, 229 yards and two touchdowns. That is otherworldly. And he has really been unlocked um, in this year with the, I guess the coaching change. I mean, it's really been the major shift. And then an addition of Devonte Adams, Miles Sanders was the RB two. Um, Someone asked me Miles Sanders or Alan Lazard in the DMs right before Sunday night. So good thing I told him Sanders instead of Lazard, who had two receptions for 24 yards. Eckler did pretty well. James Conner having a resurgence. That's another guy I bought low on. And like, I hope you did too, because he's been really good. Also, Bam Knight. I don't know who that is. I did not know who that is till this week. But apparently in this Mike White offense, Bam Knight is getting some carries and he looked pretty solid with James Robinson not being active. So he's not on this waiver list, but he actually is worth a pickup. And he's available like literally everywhere. Busts, Damian Pierce. This was strange. I think I can take the L on this take because I thought Damian Pierce was going to bounce back in a big way. But something has happened over these last couple of weeks to where he just has not been good at all. It's probably not time to like go crazy and panic just yet. He'll get back on track, but something to monitor. Christian McCaffrey also didn't have too great of a game, which is disappointing. Wide receivers, wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson, no surprise there. He also passed for 11 yards. Chris Godwin, the wide receiver two, getting in the end zone. He's had a nice couple of games lately, and once he gets those touchdowns, he's been rolling in the production. Amon Ross St. Brown was great. Zay Jones was great. He's on the waiver list. Garrett Wilson looked really, really good against the Bears. Looks like this might white offense will be better than the offense with Zach Wilson, at least after one week. Isaiah McKenzie had a good game. T Higgins did as well. So did Stephon Diggs. Christian Watson picked up another touchdown in over hundred yards. So that's what, that's one of those picks that I mean, where I was saying he was going to be really good preseason. He has really been great over the last three games. And so might actually prove my pick right of him being a top 36 receiver this year. I think he's getting really close to that marker. Um, other than that, those are pretty much the big wide receiver booms of the week busts. Alan Lazard, Drake London, Mike Evans wasn't great. Mike Evans was targeted a lot downfield, but him and Tom Brady just couldn't really connect. So he should be back in their lineups. Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't great either. So um, I would expect a bounce back game from him as well. Tight ends. Dalton Schultz picked up a couple touchdowns. He was the number one tight end on the week. Josh Oliver was good. Even with Mark Andrews coming back, Josh Oliver was good. And he picked up a touchdown and some catches. Probably just a one-week wonder, though. Travis Kelsey, also good on the week and then hunter henry as well 
busts. George Kittle has struggled over the last couple of weeks. He seems to be pretty boomer bust with all these weapons in the uh, 49ers offense. He's a risky play now, probably still weekly start though, if you have him. And um, Robert Tunyon, Dawson Knox weren't great. Dawson Knox is too inconsistent to start week to week, mostly a matchup play. And you want to see who's in the lineup at receiver for the Bills. So let's move to waiver wire before we wrap up this episode. These are guys that are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football. The first on the list is Traylon Burks. What are we doing? Why is Traylon Burks still on waiver wires in over 60% of leagues? I do not know. He had another really good game this week, so he should be rostered everywhere, and he will be key for your playoff push. I've been saying this for weeks. Zay Jones, the wide receiver, the number two pickup, had a couple of nice games and a really massive game this week, so he should be rostered for that target potential, even though he's been a bit inconsistent. Jamison Williams could play in a week or two, so a guy to roster because he is an incredible talent. Remember, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he was probably probably the top wide receiver in this draft class. So don't forget about him. And you see all well, these guys like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave have been doing. Jamison Williams is arguably a better receiver than both of them. So he could be massive for the Lions. Elijah Moore actually got a long touchdown with Mike White offense. So maybe worth a spot. And then Foster Moreau did pretty well, got some good targets. And so he might, you could have him for another week for tight end help while Darren Waller is out. So that wraps up the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Send over your questions on Twitter or in the email. At, at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod, fantasy at gmail.com. This was a fun episode. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you next time.